You're tuning in to Two Brownish Girls with your hosts Talitha and Cribs. Just a quick disclaimer and explicit content warning. All content in this podcast is 100% unfiltered and is from our own personal views and experiences and not on behalf of anyone else. We want to use this platform as an opportunity to speak on topics prevalent in our personal experiences, both as Australian-raised Melanesian and Polynesian women in Western Sydney. As two brownish girls, Krups and I would like to acknowledge the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the First Nations of this country, and the Darug people, the traditional custodians of the land in which we record and share our stories on. We pay our respects to elders past and present and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and colonisation continues to this day. Now on to our show. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Two Brown. Well, the next episode, very <laughs> Dr. Dre. Dun, Dr. Dre dun, Energy. Dun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the next episode of Two Brownish Girls. This is episode 16, and it's your girls, um, Cribs and Talitha, um, hey. talking about the rise of Western Sydney and its culture. So before we get into it, just want to say a massive shout out um, to our Patreon subscribers on the GOAT tier, um, Glenn the Skucks, <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> Jose. I had to, <laughs> Jose, um, Tejaline, I'm working on it, I'm working on it, and Atefa. So thank, um, love your work and thank you for the support. And for anyone that is interested in how to become one of our patrons, then you can listen to find out more. Yes. <laughs> Um, so we want to get straight into it. Um, so I'll let Talitha just talk a little bit more about the context of this episode and also, you know, where it's, this topic has stemmed from, which I'm surprised it hasn't happened earlier. Yeah. This is a big, a big episode in a way that, um, it was actually stemmed from this week where, I don't want to get sued, so I won't name any names, but hearing about a individual who got a TN tattooed on him. So TNs, um, majority of Sydney, so you know what TNs are. Um, if you don't know TNs, they're the Tuned One Nike shoes um, that are sold exclusively only at Foot Locker. And it's a pretty, it's a Western Sydney staple. If you've grown up in Western Sydney, you know how the whole drill about that situation. So um, this individual got the tattoo, but he was born and raised in Mosman, which I don't know what, what made me so, so livid. But maybe it's just my, my just general hostility to the North Shore and the East and suburbs. And just... Maybe it was a combination of yeah, it, it was just a combination. It, I, it was a combination, definitely. And um, you're like, you take my culture and you live there. Yeah, and um, for anyone who um is not from Sydney and doesn't know Mosman, so Mosman is an affluent suburb on the lower North Shore of Sydney. So it is probably one of the most wealthiest areas in. I would not even mm. say just Sydney in Australia. Mm. You've got. Billion, like million, multi-million dollar houses. You've got the Harbour View. You've got, it is a really wealthy area. Um, mm, I'm mm. pretty sure, and I'm kind of reading it now on um, just to a context of how wealthy this area is, is that basically 
when the British invaded in the 1700s, the governors would only live across in this area. So just for a context of how wealthy this area has been since, you know, the colonies came here, the colonialisers came here, basically. So in saying that, Mm. (laughs) that is why I was very livid about hearing. (laughs) Um, I just try and think of a scenario where there would be TNs in Mosman, but maybe I don't know, maybe there's some avid collectors, probably not. And I think, so basically what I want to say is that like with the rise of artists such as 21 District, Hooligan Hefs and 1-4, and then we have athletes like Ty Tuvasa and Tyson Pedro who all hail from Western Sydney. So our region is receiving like an attention it has never received previously before due to their popular influences on Sydney culture and their pride and struggles about being Western Sydney born and raised. So um, with this Mm. episode, we're just going to be talking about, we're seeing the area that we've grown up suddenly being pushed in the limelight and the abundance abundance of non-Westies who are now taking part in the Western Sydney light aesthetic. So it's, um, it seems to me like people want to be part of the Western Sydney aesthetic without like the consequences all the way out realizing what Western Sydney um, so an explanation of Greater Western Sydney in summary. So, for example, um, it's the New South Wales Department of Planning Metro- Metropolitan Strategy divides Greater Western Sydney into three subgroups, just quickly for everyone. So you've got West Central, which is like Parramatta region. So like Auburn like is by council. So Auburn, Bankstown, Fairfield, like Hall Road, Parramatta, Southwest, Camden, Campbelltown, Liverpool, Woolandilly Shire and (laughs) Northwest, (laughs) my childhood area of like Penrith, Blacktown, Blue Mountains, like Hawkesbury. So as we know, Greater Western Sydney, Western Sydney is massive. It's the third biggest economy in Australia. So just for context about... um, Give it its clout. Please give the respect (laughs) to my (laughs) area. And so... area. So that is why, as we all know, and it, that I'm a very, very passionate Western Sydney girl. And um, mm. when this event happened, and I actually shared it with a few of my friends, I actually, actually, when I was told about this situation <laughs> that I won't allude to so I don't get sued, the first thing I wrote to Cribs was in capital letters on WhatsApp saying, I know what we're speaking about on Sunday. I know because this happened <laughs> and I am livid. <laughs> I am angry and I am frustrated. But you know what? Like we're both passionate about similar things, but obviously we're more passionate about like separate things. And this was just one of those topics that I was like, why the fuck didn't we speak about this earlier? <laughs> Cause it is something that she's so passionate about. And I think like being from the greater Western Sydney, cause like I obviously hail from the, 2170 aka Liverpool which is part of like Southwest um I think like us being from this area is so important for our um for our perspectives yeah like it gives yeah it gives perspective in and what we talk about and how we talk um and so like I'm always down to like rep it because well, I guess definitely in this day and age, I'm more down to rep it. And that's what we're going to talk about as well is like what has changed from like being ashamed to like embracing it, wanting to be about it. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, exactly. And I feel like in some ways we all embrace the culture, which like takes me to like the one of the first points that I was thinking about is being part of the Western Sydney culture. You are like, um, like confronted positively with like the multiculturalism yeah. and the food. Like you've got to be a dickhead to be a racist in the the West in in the West. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you've got to be like real like race hours to try and live in Western Sydney amongst all these other cultures and have an opinion like that. I don't know. It's just it's not it. <laughs> we all appreciate each other's food. Yeah. Um, you know, like as I was saying to Taliba, like. Um, I feel like it's the home of all like charcoal chicken and mm-hmm. manush. Like you, you would be dumb to like get it from anywhere else. Like, like um, what just opened in Newtown and Elgin? Oh fuck my life! I know. I <laughs> look it, at least it's still somewhat in a west, but like it's real fine lines of getting over to the fucking eastern suburbs. Like some yeah, sometimes really I wish coming close. Sometimes I wish that Newtown was still the new town of like thirty years ago before I lived there. The mm. new town that my mom was like grew up in. Because it's mm. just I can't anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Look I think it's still a multicultural area. Yeah. Um, like, I, like you know, I went to New Trump Festival today and there was, you know, so many cultures, people coming through, obviously and predominantly Caucasian. But, like, it was still really cool to see, like, a lot of people there of all different ethnicities. That was awesome. Um, I, yeah. It's because of my personal agenda of Westies who move to the inner West get a fucking complex sometimes. And some of them get a complex about, oh, I've left the West and... I've left my I've left my Aussie Butler area and blah 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 and all that bullshit, which is like a common thing. So that's why I'm always like hostile against Newtown. Newtown itself doesn't I don't have a problem with because I really like going to Dendi Newtown to um see a lot of like the cinema there. So anyway, <laughs> don't mind me eating my like two dollar fifty donuts from like fucking um so yeah i think a lot of our culture comes down to our multiculturalism and how how um ethnically diverse that we are yeah um i think it also helps us to be more like uh respectful of other cultures like we're not trying to well for me anyway i'm not trying to be like anti whatever because we're all fucking like migrants at the end of the day we gotta stick together we're fucking minorities in in a white man's world so you know we just gotta stick together um but i feel yeah. like being a western sydney gives me a sense of belonging um i like, feel at home mm. like do you feel at home like if i'm coming from anywhere like we drive from the eastern suburbs and then come the long way through like <laughs> you know like um canterbury and like campsy and that and to be wow, honest yep. as soon as i hit woodville road i feel at home like i'm like oh my god I'm yeah safe. like as soon as i'm at woodville <laughs> road i'm like fuck I'm, I'm back in the area like i'm I'm safe i don't have to be like <gasps> like any other area i'm like Ugh. and <laughs> there's I two can points see, that like, i feel that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're ringle mall oh my god yeah so like, what's your thoughts on that, that well mm-hmm. like see <laughs> I don't mind, like, for me, just in general, traveling to any 
place in Sydney is not an issue. Like, if something is good or something that I want to go to is far away, like, I'll still go. There's not an issue. Uh, have a thought of, like, oh, I'm going to feel like an outcast. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Like, none of that is a major concern to me. Um, but it wasn't until, like, I went, I was with my sister and we were trying to drive up the coast. We didn't fucking yeah. make it because the kids woke up. And so I was, we were, we only made it to Brookvale. <laughs> oh God. Which for people like who are not from this area, Brookvale is probably like from Liverpool to Brookvale is still like just over and like yeah, over long, an hour and a bit. Yeah. So maybe just under an hour and a half thereabouts. So like we still, yeah, we made it then. I was like, fuck it. We'll just go to Warringah Mall, which is the biggest like mall in that area. And it was bougie as fuck. And Again, I never have an issue with, like, being the only brown person. But, like, I actually saw it. Like, I could not see another person that looked like me or had a similar skin tone as me. And I had never felt so out of place. And for me, like, being an Australian Samoan, like, I've never, I've not always, like, felt that way. Because I'm like, I'm, I just fucking, i was raised here just like you cunts like you know what I mean and so I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna let anyone invalidate my Australian ism whatever um but it just was going there like no one was doing anything to me like obviously they were just looking at us but it's a look though yeah I just felt so out of place they were just like you lost ma'am like you know this is Waringa, like, oh my, oh my god. They were probably so, like, oh, maybe she's, maybe she's a wife of one of the players <laughs> in the men, in the seagulls. I wish I was one of them. <laughs> I mean, just, just because they're beautiful, that's all. Not for the clap. Um, yeah. So, like, I felt really out of place, and that just kind of really dawned on me, like, how you know, just fucking go to Livo Westfields and no one is, like, doing that shit to each other. Like, the only time you're doing it to someone is when you don't want to have a fucking bar of them and you're not trying, you're trying to, like, miss them. But uh, it just makes me feel so at home coming, coming, like, on the motorway. The things for me that I feel at home is when I come out of the tunnel on the M5 yeah. or when I pass the toll point. Like, cause then I, I'm like, I know, like, I'm on the home stretch, and I'm coming back to like a <laughs> multicultural area. <laughs> That's literally me. As soon as I see Burwood Station approaching, that I know I'm on the stretch, like 15 <sighs> minutes from home, and I feel comfortable because, like, Burwood from Burwood on the way to the west, I'm like, oh yeah, I can deal with all these areas. Like, this is, I'm fine. I'm in normal. I'd be fine. I'd be fine. I'm in this. a comfort zone now. <laughs> I'm in my comfort zone. Be back in the west. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. But like even even that as well, like it's even helped us bond, like yeah. finding a sense of belonging with people that like you were saying with Jose. Yeah, so um my best friend Jose, shout out Jose. Shout out Jose. Um, he um is from Bosley Park and I w- um at the time I was in Rith still and um we both ended up our first day of oral class which is in Australian Institute of Music so oral class is basically the teacher teaches you how to I think read music and also will play a note 
on the piano and you have to sing or something at that level. So I've ha- I've, I'm a girl of oh. many hats with my degrees that I've, this is the longest <laughs> degree that I'm currently at, that I've stayed with. But um, he asked to sit next to me in class and I was like, oh yeah, sure. And so we were sitting next to each other and um, we just ended up talking about like what areas we're from. And then we're both like, oh, we're both Westies, amazing. Instant camaraderie as soon as you're a Westie with another Westie. You're like, yeah, bro. Like we're from, we understand. We have weird like Eshlad desires or that's just maybe, maybe that's just me. But he was saying how earlier in the day he was talking to a girl and getting like along with her at uni. But as soon as she asked what area he's from and he said Western Sydney, she actually turned around and stopped talking to him. So mm. I don't see, like, okay. I'm, wow. I've never seen a Westie do that to any other area because we, well, we're from the area that people hate. So, <laughs> but um, I, when, like, when I heard that, I was literally like, who is that fucking bitch? And how dare she disrespect the beautiful area of Western Sydney? <laughs> But I remember being so annoyed that I told my parents uh, when I came home from uni, I was like, oh my gosh, they did this. And they were like, what type of people are they? Like, you know, what the hell, who the hell do these people think they are? And I was just like, wow, yeah. the disrespect is so real. And um, I feel like, yeah, like I've got a lot of friends who have similar stories like that with all the good friends I've made is because we're from the same area. Like we catch the same train together. So we mm. know what's the go. Like, <laughs> but have you had anything yeah, like that? Yeah, we know we're like, in for a one-hour ride. You would have had a lot of friends that you've made. <laughs> yeah, an hour ride on the train and all shit going on yeah. on the train. <laughs> during. Well, like, it's it, like, mm, so, like, obviously, you know, when you go to, when you are in school, you obviously all are meant to live in the same area. So, like, um, it wasn't like that you were finding other people, like, it's kind of like you all lived in the in the same suburb, so there wasn't really a sense of like yeah. bonding in that sense. But like when I went to uni, that was really hard, like connecting because my uni was like in Surrey Hills, and I loved the area. Um, but the girl that I I became friends with, I became friends with quite a few girls, but the main one that I became friends with the most was only because we lived, next, like, close to each other. Yes. But, but it wasn't for a good reason. It was just because we were ride-sharing. Oh, oh no. Um, but she was actually so, like, anti the area, <gasps> and it was so hard to be friends with her. Um, like I said, we literally only got along because <laughs> of us. Guess where she lived where? with? Bossley Park. Oh, Eshays, Eshays. But still to this day, like, she still lives there, I'm pretty sure. But every time she had a fucking chance, she was like, let's go to Hot Dam. I can't wait to get out of this area. Like, I'm Lol, I used to go to Hot Dam all the time. Suburbs. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm meant to be in the eastern oh, suburbs. Fuck off. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck off. But, like, I'm like, but sis, like, you're still here. Like, why are you trying to make it, like, Bossy Park is a struggle? Like, it's not. Like... People come out here for a life. Like, why are you trying to make, like, it's just, you know, that people are struggling out here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a choice. <laughs> it's a very, <laughs> like, um, people have made. The self-hate is so real. The self-hate is so yeah. real. And, Legit. And, like, I can't, I get it. Like, I get when you're younger and you're trying to find your own identity and everything. And it doesn't help that people give so much shit to Western Sydney. But, um, 
at the same know, time. But it's also like if you give, it's, it's also if you give to it as well. Yeah, like you get after a while, you're like, no, like I remember going clubbing and boys would be like, oh, girls, like what area are you from? And we'd be like, oh, Penrith. And I remember one guy, he just started laughing. And then I was like, where are you from, mate? Like I think I actually did sound like that. And then he's like, Cronulla. And I was like, oh, fuck off. Cronulla's like Penrith by the sea. Like, fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> talking shit. Like, all you have is the beach, basically. And that's it. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what I like about the areas. Because, like, people... People that you bond with or create connections with, like, they've realized the stigma around Western Sydney. Yeah. And so to find someone, and it's not even like, you know, oh, we've gotten out of the, you know, the West to, like, because you start, you end up bonding with people outside of it, obviously. Yeah. And sometimes it's in workplaces. Sometimes it's, you know, like, at uni. Um, but, like, it's just a sense of, realizing what the stigma is and just like moving above it, like trying not to, you know, let that dictate what you think about it Mm. and how you carry yourself. Because like at the end of the day, it's a part of you. Yeah. And like Western Sydney is a part of me. It's me. It's, it's literally made me who I am because I can't say that I'm from like Auckland because like, I don't have a fucking thing about me that resonates with like Auckland. Like it's all to do with like this area, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think this, it's just really special, like, when you find that bond because, like, everyone's still got that attachment. Yeah. Wherever they go. Um, I but mean, the yeah. thing – yeah. Well, sorry, is it – what were you going to say? Oh, it's, like, the same thing. Like, my, my close mates, like, that I've met through, like, work and everything, it's because we've all, we've all worked in, like, I've worked in North Sydney for, like, God knows how long now, like, eight, seven years. And all my camaraderies with my work, close workmates have all because they're all from the West, like different parts yeah. of the West. So I'm, I not love saying, it. I'm not saying that all of them are from Penrith or Parramatta, but a lot of them are from like Southwest and like, because we know the drill, like we yeah. know, and we always end up it's somehow. Like we stick together. Like... Yeah. <laughs> end up having mutual friends, which is always the funniest thing. It's like, how do you know yeah. so-and-so? Oh my God. I know so-and-so from then. Oh yeah. Because we used to hang out here. I used to hang out at the same time too. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, and then, it, oh, yeah, it's just a instant, oh, yeah, we're mates now it's because awesome. we're both from the area. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I feel like also at the same time, like, I mean, I don't know if it's the same for every area, but, like, I just feel like there's an extra sense of, like, connection. Yes. Like, it's so, um, it's like, it's like connecting with someone that's, that's, I mean, it depends, but sometimes when you're from the same, like, when you have the same ethnicity, like, sometimes you can click like automatically yeah um and i just feel like it's the same with people from western sydney like yeah. i just like i just get along with them like be, like automatically it's so refreshing and like comfortable because <laughs> you become friends and then friends are like oh like, where do you live granville oh yeah i'll come over on the weekend and we'll go and get hawa like <laughs> yes <laughs> that's, like that's all these that's things literally that you- it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. But the only thing that like annoys me in that is like going to the next topic is like people who are moving into the West and like don't understand the culture and then they kind of like get fucked off like with like us being the way that we are. 
Is that a thing that's happening in your area in Southwest? Because I haven't noticed yes. it much. In, oh my gosh! Because Granville's it's like because there's not a lot. Yay! It's established. Granville's already overcrowded as fuck, so I would actually. <laughs> I feel like a shyer person moving to Granville would be like all against everything they're believing. So <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, "What the fuck are the sirens going but off all the time?" But it's fucking happening. <laughs> like yeah, so like it's definitely happening in my area. So. Just for context, I'm in Liverpool, and Liverpool is um, just like before Campbelltown. If you're going, if you're heading from the city, and in my area, and just towards out like the rural areas of Campbelltown, there is a lot of development happening, like um, a lot of houses, a lot of new infrastructure, and to top it off, um, there is going to be a Western Sydney that's coming in, like. I don't know, like three, four years or some shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, not only is the um, the uh, amount of houses going to increase, but also people because there's going to be more jobs and all that shit. And I'm just seeing so many people coming from um, out, you know, like towards the inner west, towards like the hills area because, like. Shit up there is getting fucking expensive um, for nothing. Mm. So they're coming out here towards my area to buy a big land, to whatever, and just start a new life out here. But, like, also as well, they're trying to make it more self-sufficient that you don't have to travel more. Like, they're trying to build everything out there, out those ways, so you don't have to, like, travel and fucking congest the roads even more. Um, but it's just yeah. an influx of so many people that like don't know what the fuck is going on, and like they just don't understand. How can you tell them culture. from the Shire though? Oh no, not just from the Shire. Just like anyone, like you can just tell about. Oh. It's like so, like me working in corporate, you know, real estate. Um, I'm constantly dealing with new developments, like out in this area. Okay. Um, and yeah, oh, yeah so I guess that's sense. kind of like where my my experience comes from is like when I deal with new residential developments, you know, they're like, Oh, we've just moved in to this property. Um, you know, when you to this like type of living. So yeah. And then they're just like, I'm getting fucking like emails on emails going, these kids won't shut up, blah, blah, blah. They're disrespectful. <laughs> and I'm just like, are you fucking dumb? Like they're kids. Like there's just, obviously there's a line in terms of like, is your kid, like, you know, howling, you know, like, at all hours of the day. But it was just, like, those types of attitudes that I'm getting that they're just not used to such a lifestyle. And I'm not so... Sound. Yeah. <laughs> but And just, like, you know, they will complain about this going off. They'll complain about this. And, I mean, look, maybe they're just, like, fussy people. But it's just, like, that's just what I'm seeing with new developments. I'm just getting a lot of new people um, that have recently moved out, trying to start a new life, bought an apartment, don't know how to live in Australia, don't know how to live in Western Sydney. And it's just like, this is not for you unless you want to, like, try and, like, migrate, I guess. Like, you need to assimilate. <laughs> That's crazy, like, to think that. Also, don't they realise what it is buying an apartment? Like, Seriously, I know. Like, do they not? Like, even I've never lived in an apartment and I know that, like, just my common sense just assumes 
that um the noise would be an issue. Exactly. Like at times, but you'd have to get used to it because that's apartment living. Like exactly. Maybe someone in an apartment can correct me, but that's just my interpretation as an apartment. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not much else to it, to be honest. But like, it's just I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling at the fact that you know, um, trying to make Western Sydney whatever you want it to be, and it's just like I don't yeah. think that that exists. Like, you need to understand w- what makes this Western Sydney, and how we can, you know, like embrace it rather than try yeah. and like go against it. Exactly. Um, but, you know, I definitely do get feelings of nostalgia when I get back to Campbelltown. Like, I had a mate's birthday last night. And just being there, I went to the fucking Mac Tav, which is, like, <laughs> the Tav near the Mac Square. Like, that's pretty much it. And, honestly, nothing had had fucking LMFAO playing fucking Candy Shop by 50 Cent. And I was of like... Of course they did. I was like... I love Have it. you updated your APRA AMCOS royalties? Like, can you please <laughs> update your rights? Because you need to get a new playlist of music, seriously. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the other thing that I was thinking about in terms of, like, the Western Sydney culture is, like, just the rise of musicians that I've been seeing from this area. And no doubt about it, there's been a lot of artists that have existed for some years, so I'm not saying that that you guys didn't, I didn't care about you guys before, but it's just the exposure I think that Western Sydney is getting on such a big scale that, like, it's just, it's amplifying, I guess, like, that these artists that have been grinding for this many years are are now getting a new level of recognition. Um, And I think, like, from what you were saying earlier today, I mean, earlier in the podcast, about like Bam Bam and Tyson Pedro, like they're doing their yeah. thing in what like UFC or whatever that is, like MMA yeah, fighting, I, I, MMA, yeah, and like they're doing their thing, but they're also like repping their area, and I feel like that gives them like it. There's a bit of like uh, mystery about it. They're like, like people are like ah, oh, but like what's Western Sydney? Like what's it about? Like, um, you know, and I feel like that's given some interest to it. And then yeah. tying that with, you know, like one four coming out, um, you know, the last, you know, year or so. And just a lot of other artists that I'm seeing, like, I just feel like it's been, um, how do I explain it? Like a series of events, like they've just kind of gone from strength to strength, like just keeps going up and up and up. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Like, I mean... Yeah, like, we've always, I've I've always, like, we've always had the good, like, we've always had rappers who've always represented the area pretty well. Mm. Like, you know, people talk shit about him, but I fucking love Cursor. Yeah. He's always talked about his area. You've got uh, a lot of, like, the Druid boys, like, rappers, like, um, that kid, Curve, like, he's from Cranebrook, and he had, like, uh, he's been around for a while. Like, a lot of the, like, the white Australian rappers have been around and proud of the area, and I remember people always saying, uh, but... They don't rap it like the Triple J type of rap, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I like I'd rather shoot myself in the face than hear that. <laughs> you know the the vibe they're going for, like you know that all. I don't know how to describe it. Like, 
I don't want to get hate, but no, you um, you recorded yeah. a video the other day, um, and you were like, I don't know what this music is, but I don't like it, and it was fucking. I wanted to reply, but I forgot to, I forgot to do it. It was fucking Janae Iko. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought we were team Janae, <laughs> but I was like, Mate, yeah. um, no, that genre of music I can't stand. I don't know what it is, but just, <laughs> I think it's too chill for me. I'm not. As we all know, I'm not a chill person. I'm very intense. So yeah, and like your music intense. needs to yeah. um, make me feel more intense than I am, which is already at a high level. So, like, I think it was more lines of, like, well, like, what is it? Like, maybe who was that guy that was always around for a while? Like, you know, people like, I don't know, like, Illy and all that type of rap. Mm-mm. I never got into because I would prefer to listen to, like, Cursor and, like, <laughs> The boy, boys from Mount Druid because I can relate to people who are from the area. Like, yeah. I don't know where Illy's from and I don't want it, but that, like, not that he's bad, but it's just that it's a rap that I can't. Yeah. Really. No, me neither. Well, he's from Melbourne for starters, so that's a different thing. But <laughs> it's like, I can't relate to that. So I'd rather listen to, like, you know, the boys from the area that make the tunes and everything. And I well, feel like, what... yeah, definitely. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. Maybe that's why. Like, like you said, there's definitely been a bunch of artists that are still that are doing this and have been doing this music thing for ages, but we've never really felt a connection to them, or you know, feeling like we can relate to whatever they go, like whatever they're talking about, and just having artists like One Four come out, for example, like they're putting on like fucking they're like rapping outside Mount Druitt courthouse yeah and they're you know like they're talking about these areas like explicitly whereas like i feel like artists mm, not saying it to get hate just a comparison like artists like biggs 685 and elijah yo like they're both like embracing this west coast sound with american accents and like none of that we can relate to like, it's like yeah, it's none like, of that is us. Yeah, it's like old mate being a rapper. Um, Iggy Azalea, like she's from like <laughs> yeah. country. She's from country New South Wales, but she like she's a. I don't know. Yeah, she's like from I don't know anywhere that's like, probably anywhere out of Sydney. I just think it's Orange or Bathurst or anywhere that's not <laughs> fucking like, Wagga probably. It's like, it's like, <laughs> and like okay for like context on how I am and how much as like my brother said how much of a Sydney wanker I am is that it was only until I think this year or last year, oh no, this year, that I knew there was a difference between Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast. I thought it was <laughs> the same coast. And wow. Because I just didn't, like, I would, do you expect me to know? Like, <laughs> someone, okay. like someone's going to be like a hostile, like two brownish girls fans. <laughs> like, what the fuck, them? What the fuck? Don't they teach geography in Western Sydney? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but like... But yeah, like for a while, like a lot of the, I don't know, just sounding American and I'm like, we're not American. Then I see hate. Like sometimes I see hate for like all the rappers on the rise now saying, oh, you guys are trying to be Australian like so badly. And I'm like, but bro, like we're born and we're from here. Like you still, it's like, yeah, we have our ethnic heritage, but at at the end of the day, I'm still Australian. Like my passport's Australian. My fucking language, I'm speaking English. <laughs> like, I don't know any other area <laughs> that I've, like, you know, 
Yeah. Because I and see all those like, tweets, um, like, all oh, Australian boys try to act so hard. I'm like, here we go. Ugh, yawn. Yawn. Um, but the, yeah, so, like, having artists like Elijah that I just, they, I feel like I wasn't connecting because they weren't producing content that was, like, tailored to me, like, tailored to my area, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like that's why I connect so much with what one for because, um, you know, they're just, like, literally just off the M4 down the road from me, you know, like, talking about this experience. And, yeah, Elijah's, like, Blacktown area, but you're not talking about Blacktown area, like, in what you do. So it just makes makes me – makes it harder for me to connect. And I'm just talking about Australian rap in general. Like, I love 360, but I don't know what the fuck you're about. I'm not really a massive fan. Um, from, like, you know Melbourne, what I mean? Like hey. it's. I just googled that they're from Melbourne, so he's from. Melbourne. Oh yeah, Melbourne. he's from Melbourne. But yeah, so it's just like yeah, I don't really connect either. Um, and that's what I'm just enjoying a lot is having a lot of artists to connect to. Um, but you also like get hate as well. Like I remember the first time I saw One Four, like was on Twitter, and this fucking New Zealand cunt was like <laughs> making fun of Shank- Shank- Shanks and Shivs. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, like, this is, like, a legit video. He's going hard. Is he from Manjuri? What's going on? Like, how come I can't see their faces? I'm confused. (laughs) I know. I loved Um, it when, like, 21 District in September, they released this music video for Still Here. And then they had, like, a drone (laughs) shot of Granville Station. And I was, like, so fucking happy. I was like, it's like my brother literally put it on TV. And he's like, look. And I was trying to figure out, wait, what side? Oh, my God, we can see the Eljana sign. Like, (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, Western Sydney forever. (laughs) I love that. But also, I was kind of laughing at that, though. The timing of that song that came out, that was, like, when HP boys were, like, getting mad clout. And I was like, guys, <laughs> you don't need to post a song called Still Here. It's okay. <laughs> we know you're there. <laughs> like, we're just enjoying all the music that's going around. There's just so much. I like one comment. Yeah, <laughs> it's High 21 District. My name is Kiara and I'm 10. I've seen you eating sushi in Granville. I was like, isn't that the same comment for one four? Yeah, that was on the one four video too. It's like I saw I seen you eating sushi in Mount Druitt. <laughs> <laughs> sushi in Granville, that's not right. Yeah, that's a lie too. <laughs> I was like, where? Yeah. Show me. Show me. I was like, here we go. But it's mm. like um you know, I think yeah, that um it is good. It's cool seeing areas that you're like, oh, wait, I used to hang out there as like a little ratchet teenager or anything. To be honest, <laughs> the, the, the context of my ratchetivity would be the amount of times I've been to Starbucks, Mandroid and the Westfield. But like, I did work in there for, I did work around that area for a while, which was fun and always entertaining. Mm. Did you see that that's where 1-4 had their interview? Yeah. Like I was like, at the Starbucks. <laughs> It was, was iconic. Like, Would you order? Was it a bad tea? It's like, yeah, it's like me and my caramel macchiatos with coconut bread. <laughs> I fucking love Starbucks <laughs> coconut bread. Yum. I had Have it like the, the other mango day. Friday. Coconut bread? No, I've always just had the normal oh coconut God. bread. And so, it's so good. And I'm just like, how do they make this? I'm like, I need to find a coconut <laughs> bread recipe. And I've told myself for like the last eight years is that I'll crack the Starbucks like um, coconut bread recipe and I haven't even researched it enough like I'm a yes. but it's so yes, yes. so delicious 
But I think um, because of this rise that, you know, we all know the New South Wales police are not fans of anything in Western Sydney. It fucks me off. (laughs) It fucks me off so much. Like, I was reading an article from one of the Vice writers. I'm going to put his Instagram somewhere because... I looked through the Vice archive and he has been constantly putting on from Western Sydney. And he's originally, like, he moved from, like, fucking Dandenong in Melbourne to Western Sydney. And Where does he live in the West and is he single? Because I feel like I already want to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember. I haven't looked that much, but he's got an Insta. But, yeah, I want to give him a plug because he's really been putting on for us. And he also was the guy that interviewed um, one for and directed like the behind the scenes um, of their spot the difference video. Um, Fuck yeah! Oh, and- that guy, yeah, he's cute, isn't he? <laughs> I got right in and see his face. Um, but I he's- swear, I've seen like <laughs> in your dreams. <laughs> any maybe. boy that prize, any boy that supports the West is a boy that you need. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> my my very biased opinion. <laughs> and they were talk- and then fuck the North and the East. <laughs> Well, they were talking about, you know, like um, the topic of what for getting their shows cancelled by the New South Wales police. And I think it was Spenny. He was getting pissed off. He was like, you know, the mentality that they want us to get off the street, but they won't give us a chance to. And for artists like One Four that are trying to, like, overcome all the stereotypes of their area, um, it's hard to, like get out there because, like, the New South Wales police, you know, is neglecting how important music is to, um, you know, to, like, the youth. And, like, yeah. um, I feel like a lot of community organisations as well don't get enough um, appreciation because, like, Street Street University, um, the one in Mount Druitt, that's pretty much the way that they started to learn 1-4. And that's where it started. It was from learning all the um, tips and tricks through there. And so it's like, you know, when you start to neglect that, you start to, like, really, um, you know, um, what's it called? Like, I don't know, break them down because you're not giving them a chance, like a real chance to um, not make well, it yeah, out of like... the wood, but just, like, become successful in whatever they want to do and not stick to just being a stereotype. Well, that's the thing. Like, to be honest, I went to school um, in Penrith, mm. like high school. And, um, you know, when I was in school, I only was, I was only in school like year, year 7 to 12 between 2002 to 2007. And, like, the way that some teachers treated, like, kids from, you know, we had a fair amount of kids who were from Mount Druitt in my high school. Mm. And, um, like, the way that they got treated was completely different to, like, the rest of the kids who weren't from that area. Like, there's a certain, like... There's a certain there was a certain way that the teachers dealt with them. Like, I remember some yeah. teachers telling 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 kids like that they'll never amount to nothing, and that they'll be trash for the rest of their lives. And that was, if you think of it, school wasn't that long ago. No, it feels like it feels like a long ago. But like considering how teachers are now, how much they have to restrict themselves from a lot of things. Yeah, you know, we had teachers were crazy in my time in a public school. They didn't give a shit. Like. Yeah. About kids like that. You know, some of them didn't give a shit about kids like that. That's fucked. I didn't get that, fortunately. Excuse me, sorry. 
I had a long day today at work. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, just it's crazy to think that that was a normal attitude that we were used to receiving. Um, quite sad if you ask me, but I feel like probably they. Because my those, school's not far. My teachers school is fun. Like my school is in a hood. Yeah, my school's in the hood in general, like in Kingswood. Mm. So that's fucking hood as it is. Like, so because there was a stage, that's why some. There's, I won't say the school in Mount Druitt, but that's the reason one school was created because I think all the other ones were closed and they had to put all those schools in one school. Really? And so, yeah. So that's why, like, I had some friends who went to school there, like the schools that don't, high schools that don't exist anymore because of the budgets and everything back in the day. So that's why, so they made most of the kids go to that school in Mount Druitt, but then some of the kids came to our school. Because then, because from, from Mount Druitt, there's like, damn, only actually probably a few high. Oh, there's only like, what, Colleton, Kingswood High. Yeah. Yeah. What else? St. Clair. Yeah. Like going towards, that's like the only next school mm-hmm. closest. Yeah. That's public. Like, there's a lot of private schools, but I don't give a fuck about private schools. So. <laughs> they don't count. <laughs> they don't count. Um, <laughs> don't stare. But yes, like circling back to like the censorship of New South Wales police in one four and giving, you know, Mount Druid a chance. Like, um, it was even to the point that they actually put in a task force looking into gangs like one four. And I'm just like, why is the New South Wales police being this extra? Like, they. You know they've had task force for ages though. Yeah, they have but... like a Pacific Islander task force, and they have like a the Middle Eastern crime. Of course they. But they've had for like, they've had that for ages, like since we were. Of in course school. they fucking do. That's why they make fun of it in Fat Pizza. They make fun of it in Fat Pizza when, when Paper's driving, and he's like, sees the sign, he's like, police targeting now Lebanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But I just I just couldn't understand it because like. I just feel like it was coming back to, like, my traumatic, like, PTSD of, like, Gladys Berejiklian and, and lockout laws because they supported Dave in his Melbourne show. Like, one four went to Melbourne to perform but had three cancelled shows in Sydney. And BBE were trying so hard to get him on, get them onto Octavian. And then it got shut down by the New South, uh, New South Wales Police. I don't know. I'm thinking there's some conspiracy shit there because then, you know, nothing happens. All of a sudden appears a live nation tour for one four international to Auckland. Like, I feel like Gladys is trying to get a cut out of one four. Do you know what I mean? Like, because BBE, the promoters, they're, um, uh, what's it called? Like, private like they're an individual but i feel like live nation has got yeah. some cuts with like then you so they're like yeah yeah we'll give you a tour if you guys give us all the cuts you know what i mean like that fucking fucks me off so much because you know like of how hard these small promoters are trying to like support the community and then new south Wales police are shutting them down just so that they can you know like re-up with um, a bigger tour and a bigger cut like one four at the end more. That's honestly a massive fucking stage. Like mm. massive. Like factory theater is where I expected them to be. 
that's a decent size, but like, and more, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't get up, go up there that quickly. That's my opinion anyway. Like, just. I think I'm used to New South Wales police being problematic because I'm from, I'm not, I'm not far from where they're from. So I understand, like, a whole child, my whole life, I know how they treat the other side, the other side of the railroad tracks, basically. They've always treated people from that area, like, awfully. It's just fucking sad. But, like, there's, you know, I think that also ties into the stigma of Western Sydney. Like, I remember you you had talked about a few experiences that you had with um, how you were seen because you you lived in Western Sydney. Um, Oh, yeah. yeah, Like, um, just to play on what you said with the whole Mount one four thing, I... Like, we still remember, like, my brother still remembers growing up. We grew up in Clement Meadows. He still remembers, like, the police just going doing normal rounds in Clement Meadows back in the day. And he remembers, like, one of the rough kids, like, yelling, fuck the police. And, like, who was, like, a 10-year-old. And the police literally came out and, like, got a baton and smashed him across the face. Oh, my gosh. left him. And that's just, like, to us, it was just kind of, that was like Combat Murders was like not like upper middle class or anything, like a normal Australian, like, you know, working like car. It's a normal suburb back in the day. Like it still is pretty normal. Like it's expanded. But but that's like the normal it's normal. Like you ask any boy from those areas, irregardless of race. Yeah. Is that how the police just would treat you as a Westie and that all sort of stuff like that? Like, okay, he's saying fuck the police, but he's like a ten he was a kid. But the police beat him, and Mo was like, "My brother remembered him." He's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> this is Western Sydney." Jeez. So now I feel, in a way, that the way they're being treated, it probably brings light to people from other areas of Western Sydney who didn't realize that this is like the reality. Yeah. Our way, like that we're just used to police being shit. <laughs> we're just like, oh, not phase. This happens. Yeah, but like, I mean. Give New South Wales police one thing in in Penrith that they don't discriminate because of race. They hate everyone equally. So it's a fine. <laughs> we've got one thing going on that they'll fuck anyone up, not because like they'll search anyone, they do anything. They won't they won't like be like, oh no, it's because of your background, blah blah blah. But yeah, that's the the funny. The stigma of Western Sydney, like you asked me though, um, it's just also like, as I said before, like Started my corporate job and working in North Sydney. And I was referred to Westie numerous times, like not even my real name, oh. because everyone had a, an issue with where I was from. And firstly, <laughs> there's a reason Western Sydney, like there's a reason Westfield is called Westfield. It's because it was started in Western Sydney and it's like what one of the biggest fucking shopping malls in the world. Yeah. So shout out Frank Lowy for starting Westfield at West Point, Blacktown. Shout out Frank Lowy, what a Western Sydney king. <laughs> Even though he lives in Point Piper now, but that doesn't wow. that. He, he made his money and he's like old school as fuck. Like he called it West. At the end of the day, he called it up to the West. So I'm happy with that. But um, even just working, like when I worked in retail in Penrith, I, I remember like some of the older um, co-workers would tell me that when they were young, back in the day, they would actually say they were from the Blue Mountains in job applications because you wouldn't be hired if you were from Penrith or Mount or anything, which is... That's surreal. Yeah. Like, I'm not surprised um, by that. I found um, 
one lady who runs a really great blog. Her name is Katrina James, and she runs the westies.com.au um, blog. So she interviews, like, famous Westies, like um, Mark Iyer, shout out, <laughs> Western Sydney King, rugby league legend. And um, I love what she said because it, it really resonates with me growing up in Penrith as well. And she actually wrote a about section of her blog, which makes sense about this whole podcast episode, is that um, she says, I'm Katrina James, a photographer who grew up in South Penrith, where I had a great childhood and didn't become aware that Penrith was a less desirable place to live until I was 18 and going out in the city. When talking to people inevitably, they would ask where I came from. When I replied Penrith, reactions ranged from, ooh, that's a long way away, to people stopping the conversation and walking away. So that's a reality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that I face. But just or, like, like anyone, you know, most like, people I know who's faced yeah, that. Yeah, just being ashamed of it. Like, that's what you had come to learn because of the stigmas around your area, you know? Because um, they wouldn't hire you. Like, back in the day, they wouldn't hire you. Like, a corporate job or anything, you wouldn't get it if you're from that way. But how did, I mean, I'm not questioning, questioning, but like, did yeah. you get it? Like, oh no, this is like this is like literally probably before I was born. Oh, like I'd okay. say like the sixties, seventies, and and that was when, yeah, like it was pretty, still really working class. Mm. I mean, the whole area is still working class. Henry, yeah. very working. Yeah, we're all like, very you know, middle class. Yes, um, it's like very like yeah, working class, middle class like areas. Mm. And um, when she interviewed Mark Iyer. She said, I, this whole sentence, I was like, I just want to share it with all my fellow Westies. She said, one of the most overused and damaging narratives about Western Sydney is that you've come a long way. You do well to get yourself out of there. Success yeah. often means leaving yeah. the West and pro- dropping any association with it as quickly as your ex-boyfriend. The most effective <laughs> way to prove our worth is to get out, move away, and join in the finger pointing at those, who, those people who still live out there. None of us choose where we are born. Some of us just make the best of it, and it's actually pretty bloody good. Footy legend and breakfast radio host and all-round great guy Mark Iyer is one man who proves that success can come because of growing up in Western Sydney, not in spite of it. Ooh. I love Mark Iyer. I actually, he grew, <laughs> he lived in the suburb that I lived a long time for in Gormel Park. Mm. So shout out Mark Iyer, HK, Western Sydney king. We love anyone who supports Western Sydney. <laughs> I'm all nomadically <laughs> a fan of, which is a lot of sports stars. I'm here for you. All Westies. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Shout out. Because kids need to hear that. And that's true because we hear that a lot. It's like, oh, but then you'll get out of Penrith, you'll get out of like Granville. And I'm like, I'm good. Like, in all honesty, <laughs> if I won the lotto, I would just be happy to like build or buy my dream house in Granville. Like, mm. I'm not. If I'm living out of Sydney, it's if I'm living anywhere Are else. Are you truly living? <laughs> yeah, like, I can't. What? I'm going to eat, like, I don't know, what people in the north and the east eat, like, avocado and toast for the rest of my yes. life. They probably don't even have any. They probably have, like, one. Seriously. I wouldn't be Thai surprised. shop. One Thai shop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or one Chinese shop. That's What's Thai. Is that, like, Indian? Fuck off. Like, <sighs> I can't. Just the thought of it, it gives me anxiety. But, you know, also, like, that's all comical, those notes, like, you know, we feel. But on a serious note, I do remember, um, and my brother told me he wants me to say this because I just talked to him about it before. He said, so my brother remembers, like, the time. He's, so he's two years older than me. He remembers the time that him and his friends weren't allowed in North Shore venues. Example, Greenwood Hotel. 
because they'd say locals only when we'd give them our IDs and they'd see that we're from Western Sydney. And he said it wasn't a race issue because our, like our friends group is very ethnically diverse. Mm. So it's just like the fact I've just said, it's funny because, you know, for example, like if these boys played NRL and they had to play a game in Penrith, it's like us in Penrith, like we'd never stop someone coming in from the pub or anything because mm. of their postcode. Cause we're not shit cunts, <laughs> but like, like stuff like that. And I remember, yeah, like he would always say, Oh no, it always happens like in the North, like that's a normal. And it's, I said, it's funny because we'd never tell someone, Oh, you can't come to Penrith because your postcode's like too close to Parramatta or too close to fucking, I don't know, the North somewhere. <laughs> but as I call myself anytime in North shore, I'm like, I'm behind enemy lines. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but with like that stigma of Western Sydney and mm-hmm. the experiences that you, your brother, etc., have faced outside of Western Sydney, what do you think has changed now? Because going back to the topic, well, the reason for this topic was a, <laughs> a cunt in, in Moscow <sighs> getting, a, getting a TN tattoo. And obviously, again, just reminding everyone that TNs are what we consider a part of the lad culture that was or has been birthed, rightfully so, in Western Sydney, I believe. Um, What do you think has changed or how has it, like, what's the attitude? Like, why are people all about it now? I know because it's it's been like, I don't know if it's It's how long it's been. It's been this year. It's been a slow, like, to me, I think it was a slow rise gradually. Um, maybe perhaps Batuta Advocate have been one of the reasons and Brown Cardigan maybe. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I've been seeing, it started last year. I remember going to work and seeing a person, I think, in Newtown, a hipster. I could tell they were hipster, wearing black TNs. Oh, and my I gosh. Was, I was just like, I actually messaged my brother and I messaged my best friend Haley because we're both yeah. all with you from the area and I was like what the fuck is happening to this city that's how dramatic <laughs> I am I'm like what is happening to my culture I said how dare you disrespect my lad kings like this and, <laughs> and then um it must have just been like because I found while we're doing research like Cribs and I actually did research for this because we want to give you actual facts and everything actual about babes actual facts actual actually what's happening and one of like UC's papers that I should know because I go to that uni, but Honey Soy, I can't pronounce it, but um, <laughs> um, they actually had a really great article that was August the 2nd, 2018, by Jamie Weiss. Okay. And they said the general release, the gentrification of TNs. And Ooh. this part, I felt it. I felt it so much that this is what I think it describes the current situation, what's happening. And, um, Oh my god, I should find it because it's really good. But okay. So in the article they say it's undeniable the popular fashion values and aesthetic that originates from disadvantage. Tracksuits and TNs were Western Sydney form, not North Shore form. And it's always unsettling when middle class Australians ape Westies fashion for kudos. And Oof. I feel and chills, also because chills. they can probably <laughs> afford more than like a fucking tracksuits like we're out here getting our fucking tracksuits from fucking fairfield markets okay like 
Paddy's Markets. We're not going to fucking Foot Locker and getting a full top to bottom tracksuit these days. Like, and also a quick note, I feel like personally JD Sports is for the culture. <laughs> They've been yeah, like, and I'm just like yeah. I feel like Foot Locker. I mean, I feel like they should be like stocking TNs, not Foot Locker, but that's my opinion. <laughs> I'm biased because I'm a big Foot Locker fan, and oh, um... I respect that. I respect that. I'm just like when you think about like who's giving more back to the culture. Is JD, JD Sports only opened? Only opened a few years ago. There hasn't been a lot around Australia as long as Foot Locker. Well, just for the time that I've seen them, that's all. I'm like, one form's in there, Hesh's in there, um, fucking Bam Bam and Tyson are in there. And I'm just like, that's cool. I, res- I love this support. Let's get some more support from, you know, Foot Locker and fucking Platypus Shoes and all that that are like, that all these artists are giving their monies to. Anyway, I digress. Um, that's good marketing on their part. They probably don't give a fuck about Western Sydney. They're just doing it because it's trendy at the time. That's the thing. Yeah. They're not doing, like, I mean, simply. they've only come up, what, the past few years. Foot Locker has been repping the Eshes for, like, as long as I can remember. For context, I didn't even listen to my school uniform most of the time in my earlier years. I used to wear a white Canterbury polo to school with my, <laughs> with my black Nike trackies or my black or my um, Canterbury trackies. Because I didn't give a fuck about the dress code. Ashes. <laughs> and I used to tell the the teachers, I used to be like, yeah, but we don't wear like the official uniform because all this sports gear is more expensive than the official uniform. So fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, like earlier this year, um, I think I noticed the biggest change because when I fucking saw Nordica sold at Glue at Central, and I'm like, sure what? And they sold Canterbury's too, and I caused a scene. Like I actually caused a scene that people looked at me. Because I was with my mate and I said, what the fuck is this? I said, this is our fucking culture. It's been sold. We're five minutes away from Central Station. This is fucking disgusting. I'm disgusted. Like, I said, I'm like, where are the lads? I want to see who the lads are in the city. Like, who? Tell me. Like, where? It's like, because I've been told numerous times. I've been told, like, from I remember old co-workers telling me, Oh, Talitha, you always think, like, the hard boys are in the West. Like, you know, there's some boys in the North Shore, too, that are hard. And I'm like, okay, okay. I think my cat could probably fight all the hard boys in the fucking North Shore. Like, just (laughs) shut the fuck up. Like, don't tell me your pity struggle story of the North Shore to try and make it relatable. This is why you're buying TNs now, because I don't give a fuck. Like, (laughs) but I think I'm like, I think people see... People in other areas are now seeing, oh, like they're seeing people like one four, and I think I don't know what it is. Like I, I, well, like yeah, because I'm just I'm trying to think about it. Like who's changing the narrative? Because one four is still saying the same shit. Not that it's bad shit, but they're just still saying the same stereotypes that they had been unfortunately living in, that they're trying to like. Um, bring to light, but like they're not changing anything else. Like they're just who they are. It's not that it's new and improved. It's not that Mount Druitt is like gentrified. It's just I'm struggling to identify. Like it's got like this article's really good. It has <clears throat> if North Shore kids have appropriated Western Sydney style, 
then footwear companies have capitalised on the idea that performing criminality is cool to maximise profits. Can you say that again? Performing. So I'll read it. Um, If North Shore kids have appropriated Western Sydney style, then footwear companies have capitalised on the idea that performing criminality is cool to maximise profits. So this is about TMs because TMs has a similar reputation in the UK as well for being like a HK shoe. So, Yeah, for their road. They call themselves road. And also don't get me started on that fucking article that you sent me about fucking (laughs) Eshays. If anyone over 25 doesn't know what an Eshay is, I said, what the fuck? Where do you think the Eshays comes from, you dog? (laughs) Sorry, my like... My Penrith Westie is really coming out right now because I'm just livid. (laughs) And this is why I don't read Junkie, whatever the fucking music publication that that had come from. And that's why I read Vice because it's on the ground, it's real facts, and it's not some kind trying to, like, lad-splain what the fuck. Don't lad-splain my beautiful... How dare you try and let's play my beautiful mullet-wearing, mullet-having, nautica-wearing, Canterbury-wearing boys. Like, fucking how dare you. In saying that, <laughs> what about even, like, for example, us at Hooligan Hefts? Like, okay, we know Hooligan Hefts loves to gabber. It's a known fact. That's how he's become. Yes. He loves, he loves a good hack, okay? He loves hard And stuff. I just want to context that the gabber is the Western Sydney national dance that I've said for like 10 years now to my friends and they can all quote you on that. But when Cribs and I were at Hooligan Hefts, so I'm like, I just assumed him being a Westie. Yes. Yes. That's okay. When he starts hacking, then everyone's going to do it. But no, I was the only one fucking gabbering. And that's when I could tell all fake Westies. And I told And also... Like, we were at the fucking Burdekin Hotel, which is, like, a decent venue because it's been putting on for the area, which I respect, but it's also in Darlinghurst, not in Western Sydney. Um, And, like, you're going to get non-Westies, like, trying to put on, trying to pretend. But Talitha had the best quote that I've read in a long time. Please read it out for the listeners. Yes, yes. So this is my best friend, Haley's friend. I'm, like, name-dropping all my, like, friends. They're going to be like, oh, fuck, why did you name them? But so <laughs> I told Haley the situation. Haley is a very proud Penrith princess as well. We're all Westie queens here. And yes. I told her, I said, Ollie, no one was gabbering. I was disgusted because, like, I said, I saw these boys and they're wearing their Nordica, they're wearing their Canterbury. I live the Westie boys, like, at least someone would join me in a very humble gabba at Hooligan Hefts. And then Haley said, because they all fit the lad aesthetic, but she said, their bum bags said locals, but their feet said liars. (laughs) (laughs) And then this just started like us talking about how I was going to use their story as like, you know, as a point, like we're going to talk about it on the podcast on Sunday and then we do, we derailed into like you know things like <laughs> it's like if you if you've never seen an Eshlad break someone's jaw at a local Penrith pub and then try and have a crack on you are you even a Western Sydney girl like we just have <laughs> all the events it's like where we where we happen like but yeah like I'm excited and kind of scared and I wonder how the end more gig 
um, show is going to go. Yes. With yes. one four because a part of me is going to be like very like. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm definitely nervous. Um, and I feel like Live Nation slash New South Wales Police. They probably I do. They, I reckon. You're right. I reckon your they, conspiracy theory is right. I think I'm right too because I had to do, when I was doing my touring um, subject for my un, my events degree, Yeah, I had to do, like, I had to plan, we had to choose a local artist and at the time I was a big Rufus fan. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> Rufus? <laughs> Did you see my updates pl- about Rufus? No. What happened? No, because as in, like. Everyone I know loves Rufus, and I respect them because they're chill and nice, and I get it. But like, yeah, but there's not there's not a lot to love about them. Like, I wouldn't rave about them. Like, I just I think I was like into a guy that liked Rufus. It's always the so case. Hey. Started... It reminds me of high. It's school. always the case. Like, I love Hawthorne High. You're not gonna because my crush loved Hawthorne High. <laughs> but honestly, like this day and age, you're not gonna catch me. Trying to listen to Rufus the Soul, which is what they're now called on purpose. Suck in the water. Like, <laughs> um, fuck, I lost my track. What was I talking about? So, yeah, did you oh, yeah. study for, um, you were doing the event management? Was it? Yeah, yeah, so I had to do, yeah, yeah, it was, um, I had to do a touring, I had to do a tour, um, a local tour. And so I had to plan out like an entire tour and I had to do it every single day. Um, and you would obviously give breaks and shit like that for each day. And you'd always try and give them a few days so that they'd have like um, their biggest gigs, which is generally their hometowns and obviously Sydney, if they're not from Australia or whatever, um, on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now, some Live Nation cunt put Sydney for one for a show on a Tuesday. Yeah. And my conspiracy <laughs> is that um, that New South Wales Police only approved this show on the basis that the show would be on a Tuesday because they think that people won't get lit. Like, of course, people are going to get lit. You've And, of, co- of course, a Tuesday too because it's, like, beginning of the week. Yeah. Like, so disrespectful. Not even on Thursday. Like, come on. Have you on. already got your ticket? Um, no, but I'm definitely going to get it yeah. soon. So, I'm yeah, I've got to get on to it. But I'm going to HP Boys again. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and also, when I went to HP Boys, they had fucking, like, like, bomb squad energy outside. I'm like, this is actually unnecessary. Yo, it's Cribs here. In case you didn't know, we're on Patreon now, a new membership platform we've launched to allow our listeners to get exclusive access to some great perks like bonus episodes and access to a private 2BG group chat. Keep listening to find out more. And that's what I mean. Like, they were giving me, like, mad bomb squad energy, like, with the amount of police that were there at HP Boys concert. I was like, none of this is necessary. Like, we're just trying to ha- come on, like, you know, on a Saturday, have a good time. Um, and I don't need this, like, energy from you guys. Like, it was just more of a presence thing because they didn't even come near the engines. They were, like, across the road. It was really fucking weird. It just, it felt like your dad was there, like, <laughs> like just watching you have a good time. Like, it was really weird. Like, um, yeah, so... 
I don't know. I'm really interested to see what happens at this Mournful concert. Mm. I'm hoping for the best. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So, like, overall, as, you know, a topic, and just for me to summarise and just <coughs> start to summarise, um, I'm really proud of the clout that Western Sydney is getting. Like, not even clout. Like, it's just more of, like, the recognition as a multi- multicultural you know, diverse environment, welcoming, um, you know, we're out here trying to, like, move past, like, um, stereotypes, you know, it's not all a struggle, like, we make a decision to be here, um, it's not, we need to get out of this area, like, we're out here just living our lives on purpose, um, yeah, so I don't know. Like that's what I want to say is like <laughs> being out here is a choice. We're not struggling. We're not trying to move to like fucking Dremoyne, even though I would love it because it's by the water. Um, is that your ultimate non-Westy suburb to is, live in? Yeah, it's my ult- well, my ultimate non-Westy is um, Pimble. Oh fucking hell! But it's so <laughs> it is like peak Caucasity. Bro, that that area, I get scared. Like, I visit my friend in Kalara, and I'm like, "Yeah, Kalara, wow." I said, "Fuck, this is nice, but it scares me. Like, it intimidates me." Which is really funny because I'm literally from an area where I hear police sirens, police helicopters, and people do get nearly stabbed to death in my near my street, and that doesn't phase me. Like that, that going that that doesn't phase me. But when I'm in an area where that's just the severity of how I feel, it feels like being in a non-Westy area, which is really crazy to think of it, but I feel very uncomfortable. Being like, <laughs> I mean, I had dinner with Jose on Friday and even like parts of Chatswood, I'm like, uh, like I'm just like, uh, I don't belong yeah. here. I'm like, take me back to over the bridge. <laughs> yeah. From where wow. I came. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, just, no, that's my peak suburb. I think mine would be like, I can't talk because mine would be like Wilkloose or something. <laughs> Oh yeah, Falkland is pretty good. Anywhere near the, I like, I love the eastern suburbs beaches, um, mm. but they have really bad but, public transport. See, <laughs> I think that's why I like Dremoyne because Dremoyne is like rivers, like fresh waters out there. Like whereas I'm not really a fan of the beach. So that's just <gasps> nah. It's not even that. I just hate sand. Minus two million like, Islander points. <laughs> not a real island we have to we have to revoke your card <laughs> temporarily <laughs> temporarily no, you've been understand. suspended for six Damn. months you've been, <laughs> you've been suspended for the duration of summer <laughs> do not attend any beaches thank you <laughs> thank you Fucking hell. Fuck hell. but um, i mean that's what i feel i feel like um you know, even like I said before, like even driving, like I remember like um, my brother was saying like even those areas when they were teenagers, if they drove to any area like in the north or the east, like you'd be pulled over by the police because they r- would run your plates and everything there, <laughs> out of the area. And that actually happened to me and my mates like sometimes like they're like, oh, so what are you doing out of the area? <laughs> we're just like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <I'm just enjoying> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they... Fuck. Because, like, you know, this is how it'd be, unfortunately. 
Yeah, like, but that's okay. Like we're starting to change the the stigma. Yeah. Um and yeah, starting to change the stigma, starting to rise above it, and you know, change what people are thinking of us. Not that we also give a fuck, but um, I still will fight you, know, you if you fucking talk down to me. I'll it's like a Western <laughs> I'll beat you with but my just... hands on. <laughs> just realizing the that we have potential and we're not just like a struggle suburb, you know. Yeah, they always think we're like they always think we're all like struggle. And yeah, I'm like, like whenever like, they we, we say from the era, they're like, oh, I'm my mental health is fine. You can't. Yeah. I love <laughs> where I live, like I remember <sighs> in school, like my school friend, we used to say. He said it's really funny because we make fun of the West all the time because we're from here. But then as soon as we hear a non-Westie talk shit about Western Sydney, we're like, what the fuck? We're like, who the mm. fuck do you think you are talking about our area? The audacity. Like, <laughs> it's so real, though. I'm like that. I'm like, what did you say about Western Sydney? And then in, like, a next sentence, I'd be like, oh, so someone got stabbed the other day, like, three streets away from me in the morning. <laughs> and they still didn't find who stabbed him. <laughs> but I'm like, what did you say about the West? The West is not all bad. As someone, like, getting stabbed. But anyway, like... <laughs> I've never been phased by it. Actually, that's what I was going to say. At my old work, once in North Sydney, um, my friend and I were in a regular coffee shop and a big siren went off. Like, one of the sirens in one of the stores, like, everyone freaked out because it was so, so loud and people were just wondering what the hell was going on. And then it stopped. So, it obviously, was, like, maybe the wind triggered it, you know, something like that. But yeah. my friend, who's not from Western Sydney turned to me and he said you know how I can tell you're a Westie girl I'm like what and he's because the siren went off everyone was freaking out and you used to buy a siren going off (laughs) (laughs) but that's literally me I'm like you learn to differentiate between all these things like I still haven't differentiated between fireworks and shoot a gun being shot I need to learn that sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like oh is that a gun or is it a firework it's like (laughs) Just worth I can't tell. I can't tell. Um, <laughs> I can't tell you. The other thing that I actually... I have two things. I can't remember the second thing. But the first thing was I... Like, in terms of the word essays being a, a term, I truly did not know that, like, people referred to an essays as a term. Like a lad. Oh, really? Like an esh lad. Like, to me, the word eshes is, like, big Latin for sesh. Or, like, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, mad. Like, it's like, yeah, eshes. Like, I never referred to as a person as being an eshes because, like, it does not make sense to me. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I only know them as, like, an esh lad, like, which is a lad. Like, you know what? Does that make sense? Like, it was... When I read that junkie article, I was like, what the fuck? Why are you calling them a sesh? It does not make sense to me. <laughs> um, but if that is a real term, then I respect it. But I just was like, is this real? Is someone making this up? I don't know. Well, back in, like, when I was in school, you said, like, um, 
you just say lads or lasses or ish lad, ish lass. You usually said, yeah. you usually said like, oh yeah, she's a lass from like, you'd be like, oh yeah, she's a lass from like, do it. <laughs> or like, yeah, he's a lad from, but you'd be, yeah, like we usually, from well, like, what I recall. Like who calls them eshes? Yeah, you call them eshes. You say eshes is like everything cool. Like it's all cool. It's like all eshes. Yeah, it's all eshes. It's but like, like oh, why did, yeah. That That's why I was confused stupid. by this article. I was like, yes, what the fuck you're talking about? Because like like an essays is not a thing. Like it's a, it's a it's a saying. It's not to describe a person. Did like, you see when I put that article up after you sent me the article? Did you see all my mm. like we hostility about yeah. everyone is like so I'm... supportive of it's like it's like we defend our eshlads because only we can make fun of the eshlads. <laughs> and it's funny, I feel like I saw some of them were like parents now, like grown up. Like they're like, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> Oh, I have the funniest thing was like Haley's fucking comment again where she said I love this because it's so true on the train. Trying to avoid the essays of the station. Mate, they're not looking at you and your bullshit Michael Kors bag. Keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, fucking hell. <laughs> I have a bad drill story that actually involves you. Um, so I was hanging oh, out. Was that Emerton Mackers? Yes. <laughs> we went to dinner and we, I think we went to the Bavarian in Para and then we wanted to get some dessert. And because Celia at the time lived in Glenmore Park, so we headed towards that area. And I was like, I don't know, let's just go to a Mackers or something. So we went to Emerton Mackers. And, like, I should have known something was off, like, when there was just Was this shit. your first time in Edmonton? It was. No, 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 no. I've got a family that live in Edmonton. I used to go to Edmonton when I was, like, every But like, is your, was it your first time Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely first time as an adult. Yeah, um, okay. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, I should have known something was up because, like, the tables outside hadn't been cleared and there was just shit everywhere. And I was like, okay, I'm dead. Like, let's give it a go. So we got something from the McCafe and then we um, <laughs> we went and sat outside and we were just, like, eating our fucking whatever we got. The muffins. And then, like, like yeah. yeah. And then just, you know, just casually a car catches fire <laughs> in the middle of the fucking car park. And, like, there's no one making a scene. Like, there was cars just continuing to drive. I don't think it even faced me. I think you were looking at no. like, oh. You're like, oh, really? <laughs> You're like, oh, wait. Like, oh, wow. And, and then, then like, fucking all the staff work. workers come out. Yeah. Fucking taking snaps and whatnot. And I was just like, what the fuck is happening? I couldn't stop then, laughing, hey. I think I was yeah, like, I was the, like, the two just... Mount Druid girls talked to us about it. They're like, oh, but it's an insurance job from the pub. And I was like, yeah. Because, like, Edmonton Mackers is next to Edmonton Pub, in case anyone doesn't know the beauty of Western Sydney. Yes. <laughs> the locality, yes. <laughs> but it was fucking hell. I was like, I come to Mount Druid one time. And this happens. Like, this is peak Mandurit energy. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't deal. I couldn't deal. Oh, also, there was this video that this guy posted, speaking of energies, this video that this guy posted on Instagram, and it was, like, 
these guys at a park in Auckland and yeah. someone had a fucking microphone and they were singing Engineers by HP Boys. <laughs> and, I was like, and it looked like a mini concert. And I was like, wow, this is very brown cardigan energy. <laughs> and then the same day, the, like this other girl was like, what the fuck is brown cardigan energy? And I was like, that is so weird because I just sent it to this guy like via DM. And she's like, oh, no, this girl said it to me today. And I was like, this is weird. All of this is weird. It's just a Still weird brown related. Mm, brown cardigan energy. Um, little story <laughs> that remember me and Mandrew. That's literally, I mean, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, it's really funny because, like, I feel like growing up with a parallel, I'm so desensitized to, like, yeah, I'm like, it doesn't phase me. Even when I'm overseas no. and I'm in like a fucking hood area, it doesn't phase me. Cause I remember one of my friends was like, oh, like, worried or something. Like, I think for some reason, a lot of people from overseas assume all of Australia is middle class. Like, they don't think we have hood areas because they think <laughs> we just have kangaroos and wombats and all that shit. I mean, we do, Gosh. but like, yeah, they still think that. I mean, I suppose we can just blame their education system more than anything. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's really funny though because it's just like you're completely not phased by nah. But I like it. Yeah. Keeps me real. It's... Keeps me. I remember keeps you were like, humble. you're like the car's on fire. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I went back to eating my ass. Yeah, yeah. You're like, so how's your muffin? <laughs> you're like the car's literally on fire. I'm me. like, it's another day. Another day, another car on fire. It was like, um, what's the KFC car pass <laughs> And you're like, you're another like, oh story. My... You were like, oh my god! And then I was literally trying to get out so I could just buy KFC. I'm like, I'm like, the KFC closes in 20 minutes. We have to get our KFC. Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't give seriously. A fuck about this fight. <laughs> we went to Granville Mac. Um, we went to Granville KFC, and so this guy was meant to be turning left. In oh wait, right into the Hunger Jacks and KFC is on the opposite side, and then he changes his mind and goes to go left into the KFC instead. And at the same time, he cuts off a car that was trying to turn into the KFC behind him. But because he had fucking made up his mind last minute, he almost caused an accident between the two. And the van that he almost hit swerved really hard, and so then. I thought that was it. They beeped really hard and the guy turned into KFC and then the people that were like in the van, they like beeped really hard and then they drove past the KFC. But then peak Granville, um, they <laughs> stopped and I was like, oh, fuck. And, we, and I drive into the KFC because we're obviously trying to get a zinger box. Shout out HPYJ. Um, and then... Like, this fucking girl, I've never seen, like, actually, I probably have seen. She gets out of the car, slams the door, storms up, like, literally, like, so hard up to the car. And she, like, knocks on it. And she's like, get the fuck out. And then Talitha's like, what's happening? I was like, oh, my gosh, they're trying to fight right now. And then she's like, should we get out in order? I was like, do not get out of the car. See, like, that's the, that's, can you tell the difference between Southwest and West? <laughs> I no, but like I was like, I don't know what the fuck's what's going to happen. I'm not trying to, like, get involved Because, in yeah, that. I'm pretty sure, did you lock the door? And I try to get out. <laughs> I really, I've seen, like, I've seen 
people's jaws get broken at the pub, but I don't really. I'm just if you, my theory is like if I'm not involved, I'm not going to be. It's not going to phase me. Like it. Like well, yeah, I'm not trying to like get involved on purpose, but I'm just not trying to be caught in the like line of fire. I don't even care about that. That's how fucking crazy I am. Yeah, but like, what if you get caught in the line of fire? Then you get hit. You don't like that doesn't happen. Like it's in in our growing up in Penrith. This is really this is it. Like. If you're not involved in that fight, that has nothing fucking to do with you. People are going to still respect one-on-one. That's it. Like, I don't... I've never, never... I've never been... Because I'm not... I just walk past. I'm like, I'm not going to risk my KFC urges. <laughs> and you know what? I reckon the, the guy in the car probably would have beat her, though. He's defending his family. By her mother. He <laughs> dropped their food in the car. Like, he's got his wife and kids in the car. I wouldn't have been... I wouldn't have done that. If I was her, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't attack her father. Because imagine... <laughs> it's like attacking a father... A be- it's like attacking a mother and papa Fucking bear. That's not going to be crazy. <laughs> Especially in Granville. You don't know who's nah. fucking got arms. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but... You never be too cautious. <laughs> Um, but we digress. That's my PSA about fights. If you see a fight in public, just ignore it. Um, so... And then if... Yeah, it doesn't... Yeah, no. literally go on about your day. Do not try and involve That's yourself. really funny, because one of my friends did energy. that at, like, a club. I'll tell you. I want to do this <laughs> podcast, but I, t- I was like, no, yeah. what are you Let's doing? Take it offline. <laughs> Yeah. I know, like, don't insert yourself in some place yeah. that you're not a part of. But that's another PSA. Um, so, yeah, to yeah. round off this episode, we thank you so much for listening, if you're still around. Um, we just wanted to speak on something that was very, very passionate to both of us, but, I like, <gasps> it's a special type of passion for Talitha that I think is, you yeah, know, like, it's, I'm, Im- I'm not- it's important because at the end of the day, it's also part of who you are. So I think I'm it's a Western important. Princess, like, yeah, like born and I bred. Mean, the, there's still um, issues, like you know, there's still issues mm. in the work in workplaces about this year. Like people are still classist, which is fucking bullshit. Like, like yeah. Or when they say, best, oh "My God, you live so far away," and it's like, "Bitch, I'm not inviting you over." So I don't know why you're talking about <laughs> the distance. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Um, my Opal card's full, yeah. bitch. Like, it's not your problem. Like, yeah, don't worry you. about how I'm getting to work. Thank you for like, your concern. <laughs> You're not like, paying my petrol. But yeah, this was a very long episode, so thank yes. you for still listening to us. And it's our first episode that we've done not together. Like, we're in our respective houses at the moment. Yeah, we're the recording. Pretty yes. Good. Recording, yeah. Shout out Anchor, even mm, though you guys plug Anchor. yourself in at the end of all of our episodes. Um, yeah, but shout out, yeah, shout out Anchor. So, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, and if you have any thoughts on this, you're welcome to send it through. And you can listen more yeah. for more information on our Patreon subscription. And we'll speak to Have you a good next week. week. Yeah, it's Sunday. Oh my gosh, it's Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> Bye. Have a good week.
Thanks for listening to Two Brownish Girls. Feel free to share your takeaways from this episode by liking our Instagram page at Two Brownish Girls, where you can interact with us and impact more after each episode. Until next time. Bye. Believe you here with more information on Patreon. Two Brownish Girls listeners now have the opportunity to support what we do through different tiers of membership for as little as $3 a month, which gains you access to some great perks, including a private group chat with Discord, bonus episodes, and live video chats. This would help us grow and bring our podcast to you on a bigger scale. Find out more and sign up today at patreon.com forward slash two brownish girls.